0: You are listening to Mountain Bike Radio.
1: All right, Bike Packers, welcome to another episode of Bike Packers Radio presented by Mountain Bike Radio. Um, Today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, Michael's with me, my co-host, along with... Um, Lindsay Arnie, the co-founder of, uh, Bikepackers Magazine, um, Hefe and Rachel Michaels, um, uh, wife. Um, and we're sitting in rock and roll sports right now yeah. in Madison, Colorado. Um, and, um, yeah, we want to give a big shout out to Dave Meyer, uh, the owner of rock and roll sports and Hefe for letting this, uh, go down, uh, on a Sunday, uh, afternoon. Um, we appreciate it. Hefe. Thank you.
2: No worries. Thanks for having us, buddy. Well, you know, we missed everybody over the last month. It's been a pretty busy couple weeks here. It seems like the snow bike season picked up in January. I know we've all been busy racing. (laughs) 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 And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to talk about some of this, maybe, Neil, before we transition into kind of the spring and talking about dirt. So, you know, what I really want to hear about, because I saw a neat picture on the Facebook was you guys getting pulled over on your way up to uh, the Fat Pursuit. So that's right. Let me tell me about what happened there.
0: Uh, well, I think shit, maybe. Uh, was
2: Who was driving? Too, I <laughs> was a little fast.
0: too excited to get to Idaho. I think. Fantastic. I think
2: we were. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great picture. Great that was right
1: picture. over the border in Utah. So that's, I felt And you they right, saw our Colorado yeah. plates. Driving while
2: Colorado. Yeah, right. yeah, yes, exactly. Totally. So how was the Fat Pursuit?
1: It was really fun. A really cool event. Um, uh, tough. Yep. Temperatures were warm. Um but there it was a big turnout. I think 70 wow. participants in the 200 or no, 50 40 the and then
2: 70 in the 60k. Yeah. Either way, a lot, of people, a lot of people. Um is there a need to boil water when you boil water? Or is that the that water whole, checkpoint? That checkpoint. So, I
1: think he did that in the case that, you know, you're screwed in the middle of nowhere and you need to be able to boil water um it was nice that it was really warm i think it was like above freezing or really close to freezing on uh that first checkpoint where we had to boil water um but it was pretty much just yeah it was just kind of boil water to boil water fantastic it was kind of funny though yeah who could do it the fastest well
0: there's people there i think went really light had like esbit stoves okay and i think yep. they were probably there for like
2: 45 minutes right yeah. yeah so all part of their race strategy if is it a required item does yes. he give uh out required a required gear yeah. list because i know we had the valkyrie down in durango and it was all recommended
1: but you didn't have to use well,
2: it. it people showed up with like summer kits
1: yeah you know and we had
2: the weather for it so right um well it was fun watching the dots yeah that pursuit you went up you did that first Loop, loop yeah. Came 60K back down, loop, yep. And then it looked like you kind of got into the back of Beyond area. Yeah, there. It's, that's
1: where it got soft. Were too. there
2: sleds out there yeah. on the trails oh, yeah. with you guys?
1: Oh, sleds okay. and some angry ones.
2: Really? Yes. I got. I got. You always attract the fat bike. I guess anymore. I had a lot of. <laughs> I, I kind of do. You do. Everything is not, sunshine not, and unicorns not, for everybody, but no, no, that's Georgia. not true. There's just enough, there's
0: a lot of haters out
1: there. Yeah, so. and and this whole area of Idaho is like snowmobile heaven. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I ran into a few groups that one instance was like, I was off my bike walking and they're like, that's cheating, dude. And it's like super soft. It's like, nice. yeah. And then a bunch of other people on their
2: sled, they said it was cheating. Well, they were, they were, they were just like <laughs> drinking
1: beers and stuff okay. like that. Just like chilling out. Yeah. Uh, another time I was, uh, um, there's some guys just coming on, like coming straight at me and they like yelled, fuck
2: you dude and
1: like gave me the no the way. middle finger and wow. yeah and this was going up the ridge um
2: and you're out in the middle of the woods so yeah. Oh, yeah. Respond. it respond and like yeah. i'm
1: like i'm like just trying to concentrate on staying on my bike and then those guys fly by me i'm like whoa like it just it startles you
2: does has jp been like an ambassador yeah there? has he been reaching definitely. out and trying to
1: mm-hmm. hey
2: you're gonna see 70 people on bikes Oh, yeah, yeah
1: sure. he he definitely let the the whole crowd know, um, but he's doing a really good job of trying to allow fat bikes on certain trails up there. Uh, I think Montana. I think he announced that they were allowed on Montana trails or so something was like two that. Parks that were opening yeah. to
0: fat bikes, like, very. Soon.
1: And and I know that there's a bunch of uh hate from that, and he's dealing with it. But it sounds like he's doing a good job.
2: And it's based but, at Island Park. Is that?
1: Island Park, yeah. yeah
2: so, and Which has historically, I think, been a big sledding. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I it's, mean, it, it's you can, obvious,
0: the culture there. Yeah, new so
2: kids on the block, right? Oh, yeah. They
0: said they ride until mid-May. On the sleds. Most years. Yep. And there's literally, like, a path following the hall, ha- highways, crossing the highways, and going from town to town to town.
2: Are they sledding to do stuff? Not mm-hmm. not to have this be Sled Packers Radio, but are they going yeah, out skiing? Around, or are yeah. they, No. Just riding. There's like,
1: yeah, there's not much skiing in that vicinity um it's pretty mellow terrain there could be i guess um but they're just doing it to waste gas
2: yeah well you know it, it's uh it's just exciting to see maybe the economic bump that yeah a place like that would get from hey well know, welcoming a tourists, new user group
1: when the tourists leave to visit yellowstone and all that they bring in those that group yeah brings in money i mean you can snowmobile up to the bar and park like a car it's pretty crazy sure
2: so how many fat pursuits have you participated in
1: uh this is my first first yeah
2: and hefe was this your first one yeah
1: yeah it's only a second annual will you guys go back yeah i think i want to go back he's
0: talking about doing a longer version yeah um like a true multi-day kind of thing Mm -hmm. um like 300
1: maybe or 250 mile Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Something similar to like the I did Sport or the I Did a ride.
2: But something in the, contiguous in the, in the States.
1: In yeah. There's yeah. nothing
0: in the lower 48 that's yeah. more than, really more than one
2: day. And it's a qualifier.
1: Yeah, it's a qualifier. Yeah. It's a qualifier. Oh. We qualified, we finished. So Fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: And speaking of results, I mean, um, Andrew uh, Klamitsky, who won last year's race, um, won again this year, um, and I think he finished in like 28 hours last year, something ridiculous. And this year, the, his time was 15 hours and 25 minutes. So it just kind of goes to show you how, how fast the course was.
2: His dot looked to be out in front of your group. It seemed like, and that's just from stalking on the track leaders, but it looked like you guys, Rebecca, yeah, um, he this guy, Mike was Mike Barklow,
1: yeah, yeah. Mike. We're all close or fairly close. Well, I think what happened was, so, um, I took like the early lead and then he caught up to me, like in between the first checkpoint and the second checkpoint. Um, and then he was running like super low tire pressure, um,
0: very light
1: kit and a very Very light light kit. Yeah. Like, and he said at one point he was bottoming out on his rim. His tire pressure was so low. Oh Um, and so he just, yeah. And it was really soft in certain sections. So I think that was where he kind of pulled away from me. Um, and I didn't see him. I saw him just before the West Yellowstone checkpoint. And then I didn't see him again at all. Um, do you have a strategy
2: you were trying to hold me? Yeah. No, did you finish? Pepe, did you have
0: Neil, a, Neil just goes like hell. And
2: I've seen that strategy. Well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <I> <laughs> do. It
0: either works or it doesn't. I hope the he's hold
2: and there's no fire <laughs> oh, yeah. breathing. I need or? to stop doing that. Oh you're yeah, young. Works, yeah, get it while you're young, man. Exactly. <laughs> but it's my
1: strategy at the end was, or I guess I was fading at the end. I remember, and I saw Rebecca and Mike's um, lights behind me, probably like a mile behind me. Um, once we got to, there's. Oh, you a, thought you did. <laughs> well, I did. I, I know I did because I, before the man cave, which is the third checkpoint, yeah. I um, there's this like big open prairie land. Um, I don't know. It might be prairie. It might be meadows, meadows It yeah. might be, I don't know. but, um, I saw their lights behind me cause that was the first time we actually opened up and they were right behind me. And so I got into the man cave, um, and then left the man cave. And while I left the man cave, Rebecca was turning right into the man cave. Yeah. So we were, I, I i was probably there i think for four minutes or so so it's about a 4 it looked like minute a difference
2: final sprint and then her coming out of that checkpoint
1: yeah and then after that i was like dude i need to hustle up yeah. and so i did um and i think she stayed there for a while but i like went as hard as i could i was like i'm not getting
2: passed um and then just steady as she goes
0: yeah i mean i had some pretty bad cramps in the first probably third of the race and um it took me a while to get rehydrated and get that going. In the second half, I felt a lot better and was able to go a lot faster. The first half was basically just holding
1: on. Sure. Yeah, um, you really kicked it up at the
2: end.
0: Yeah, I was suffering bad the first half. At the, at the beginning? So West Yellowstone, yeah. And then I started feeling pretty good after that.
2: Where did it really break up?
0: Pretty much right off the bat.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah between
0: there- the, the first climb and the...
2: Boiling? It looked like a bitch that first climb. The boiling.
0: That, and we had to do it
1: twice. Yeah. 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 That was, it was a bitch. It was yeah. a good climb for sure. The yeah. boiling actually split it up, I think. There was a lot of people that like, didn't I'd know what the, like the heck five, they were six doing. I
2: people just at the boiling. Check. Yeah. Helps to have yeah. that camp graph dialed. Yeah, yeah, I got in there. Yeah, I got in there,
1: I got in there, used my jet boil, and I was out of there in like, I think it was five minutes. And Hello. I and I did like, I let my stuff boil, got some, I refueled on water, got like some goose at the checkpoint and then ran back to my water and it's just about boiling. I packed it up while it was steaming hot and just got out
2: of there. Well, I think there's something to be said about these bike packers, folks with a bike packing, solid camp craft background, doing so well in these races now that they become almost hybrid mountain bike races. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we'll give a nod to that when we talk about Silverton here in a second, which seemed to have some victory from the bike, pra- bike packing circles. But mm-hmm. first, uh, the Arrowhead yeah. also is out there and yeah. it just happened. Yeah, so the
1: Arrowhead um, – and I think a lot – um most people would say it's it's one of the uh most popular winter altars out there. I think it's been around for ten years now um prestigious, I would prestigious say. yeah, yeah for sure if you win that. yeah um and uh those guys i i mean the first i think it was like the top six guys were riding together for through the second checkpoint um and they were kind of on record pace as well um but um, Jordan, what is it? Welke, yeah, he pulled off the win, and I think it was um, only by a second or something like that. Just, the first three were like within like a second. I time. saw the video, yeah. and it' it's a little it bit was wider than a
0: second. But yeah, the timing had
1: down. Yeah, the over. I'm looking at the stats here. The time overall time, and it said only by a second, but yeah, um,
2: 15, 15 one. Yeah,
1: yeah, then Tim um, Bernstein took second, and then JP came in at third, um, and then. A few seconds later, Todd McFadden and then Kevin Breitenbach. So yeah, I mean, all those guys, I think, were within a few minutes of each other, which is pretty impressive for a hundred thirty, dude. Ugh. But apparently, and we did a profile on Jordan. He said that he was surprised that the pace was not as fast as he was. He was expecting something a little bit faster. Sure. Um, which, yeah, I mean, yeah. it what it, conditions were pretty fast. Um it wasn't cold. And it wasn't that cold. It's really similar to. The Idaho race. So.
2: Do you think there's a certain, you know, the colder climates of the United States were well represented by the top five here, right? We've got Minnesota, Alaska, mm-hmm. Idaho, mm-hmm. you know, th- do you think there's an advantage? Do you think fat bike riders in, yeah. you know, the upper Midwest are, are having an advantage in these races? Or are the Alaskan veterans having a, you know, because the elements there are so severe? Like,
0: I think we're starting to see like a little bit of a shift from people who were... More fat bike oriented racing to people who just like to race bikes, getting into racing fat bikes. So I think you're getting more people who just like racing bikes, and they're like, "Oh, another way to do it." Yeah. And so you're getting yeah you know, some diversification there.
2: Especially when the skiing's been just so amazing this winter, oh, right? right. <laughs> At least yeah. here in Colorado. I mean, yeah, it, it, I
0: think are yeah. realizing it's just like riding a bike.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. So, in addition to the longer ones, we've had some local events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this kind of feels like the podcast to maybe put some closure on the fat biking season. It and, could, yeah. Uh, Next month, I know You know you guys had a really thing happen here on Friday um, in Crested Butte. Yeah,
1: it was uh, uh, the Alley Loop Fat Bike Race, third annual. Nothing special, nothing too difficult, but you ride through town and then on the Nordic trails, and uh, yeah. It's fun. Next year, it's uh, it might be dubbed the uh, the Fat Bike Worlds. Apparently, Um, wow, that's what I've heard. Fantastic. We'll see what happens with that, but
2: we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, it's definitely unofficial. As is everything with fat bike. It's not going to be.
1: It's not going to be sanctioned. It definitely won't (laughs) be sanctioned by USA Cycling. So. Keep oh, that okay. in mind.
2: Or UCI, uh, <laughs> yes,
1: or anybody. Uh, but yeah, no. How was the uh, the Silverton Whiteout was last night? Oh man, yesterday. And Hefe, you raced, and Michael, you volunteered. I did. Let's hear about it.
2: Hefe, I mean, you were out in course all day. It's really really cool event.
0: Um, they had a pretty cool course. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of varied quite a bit in, as far as like snow conditions and aspects and views. It was really pretty. Um. Fairly well organized and a uh, very cool mix of people. There was a ton of people there really just partying and riding their bikes a little bit. There was lots tons, of drinking, lots of drinking, lots of beer, Okay. lots um, of beer, but there was a lot of families there and people riding with their kids and kids out riding their fat bikes. Um, cool. It was cool. It Sweet. was very How many cool. fat bikers were there probably? I don't know. They limited it at two hundred. I don't think they quite got there, but there was
2: a lot. Like one hundred and twenty-five on the line with people. the teams, and it, you know, and half as many as that as heavy said just riding around, yeah. enjoying the day. That uh, that course is is gorgeous. I think yeah. the course that was laid out. It was, you know, you had some some backcountry feeling stuff. You had single track through town by the gazebo. You had, you know, a grind up to the bacon station at the minor shrine girls and bikinis and really? i mean it, yeah. it was it was a party, was a party. Yeah. and uh you know it was the the inaugural whiteout and what was really neat is that russell and sarah um russell zimmerman and sarah tesher both from durango russell owns the cyclery and sarah runs durango devo they approached the silverton city council last year okay. and wanted to make this a boon yeah for the town um you know, I, and I meant,
1: Silverton doesn't see like the, the summer tourism is a lot more than the like, train
2: is steady, right? It looks
0: pretty dead.
2: There it is way. pretty dead there. And you know, let's, let's be real. They've had a tough winter with snow.
1: Yeah. You know, you're and so sure. they have a, they have a pretty extreme ski resort too. So they yeah. need a lot of coverage.
2: They do. Um, the backcountry skiing there, which brings a lot of people, to Silverton hasn't been that great. The sledding hasn't been that great. Um, you know, there was a, A horrible tragedy avalanche accident a couple weeks ago which it seemed like the whole town was involved and it was involved right in town everybody in town involved with the evac so it's been a tough winter so then to see hundreds of people descend to silverton this weekend for their winter carnival um i really hope it was a game changer for their winter for the businesses for the hotels um and i get the feel coming out of you know the event and, and helping coordinate it and just supporting those guys that this is going to become a mainstay like this is the event to hit in february to maybe yeah 10, ten hours celebrate your, your your season yeah 11 yeah. mile loops would, that's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and cool. it's fun and i think it'll sell out next year uh i would i, ex- I would will. fully expect that yeah. uh there was more swag being given out there were people there could take it yeah. um the the prizes the trophies were super cool yeah. they're you know, I saw the trophy the wooden and, thing that Denver yeah. got there cool. recycled trophies wood, I mean just really unique and then you know we all come out of the mountains after a, a day out in the mountains and just like you know since we've been doing since 1880 we all go into the Grand Imperial Bar like miners coming out of the right. and, and celebrate all night and it was just it was so really cool, cool feeling yeah. Yeah, yeah so something cool to be a part of the so. thing
0: that I thought was really cool about it was just how many people were like having a really good time like tons of people just smiling like people who had their head down hammering <laughs> they were smiling mm-hmm. and he had people out there with a PBR in their hand riding down right. the trail like, <laughs> this is the best thing ever
2: like, it's hard to take it seriously well, when those yeah. guys are like, I know right <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the guy pulling his kid on a tag along I saw that and they were so cool dang so cool yeah, yeah how many so laps awesome did cool. they do I don't know but they were out there a lot
2: they I were out there a lot. Times. The chip peddler was out there with his boxes of tortilla chips. There was, I mean, it was, it was pretty, salsa? Didn't, uh, didn't no, own, no, no salsa. just the bike company, not the mm. tomato extract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. So I can tell you, there are a lot of people out on course that probably could have used a little food by 2 p.m. Uh, they had their liquid calories. So no, it was good. Put it on your calendar for next year. For right. sure.
1: Yeah. One, there's one checkpoint or is there another one at the far end?
2: There were a few. It's Sram like you... set up a hunting tent out back, and I think they put themselves out back so that you know yeah. the general public couldn't see the right shenanigans. Yeah. Um. So that was always a good checkpoint. What were they a hunting to ride through? Um, <laughs> Bikini. <up there>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were. <sighs> they weren't <laughs> hunting fat bike laps. Right. <laughs> so. So.
1: Cool. Well, that's exciting. Uh, Silverton Whiteout, um, and they're planning on doing it again next February. Absolutely. I think it. <laughs>
2: Too much of a win not yeah. to, to go back It's a pretty there. good time. Super good time. Mm-hmm. What a super good town. Just yeah. really good feel. So I would like to maybe see the timing with events coordinated a little bit better. Okay. I know like you raced Friday, right? And then you came all the way down to yeah. Silverton, So that was a tough yeah. turnaround. Yeah. So
0: I was trying to get Neil
2: down there and... 30 hours. Is busy, busy? Yeah. Busy boy. Yeah, He's too busy. 2015. Well, you know, it's like the snow's mountain, right? It's yep. dirt time. It's dirt it's time. Fun. And I think
1: that's kind of what's on our minds. Yeah. Freaking 45 degrees outside here Have right you been now. on dirt yet? I haven't. Last have time been? I was on dirt was November, mid-November in Gunnison here.
2: Not counting the mud, right, out in front of your house? I'm not right. counting the Well, that yeah, it's
1: still pretty snowy in front of the house, but yeah.
2: And have you been out in dirt or are you?
1: Not
0: much.
2: No, but I'm going to Old Pueblo next weekend. So. Yeah. Ooh, <sighs> I think we'd be remiss to not give that a nod. Totally. Seems like everybody's heading that's down Thursday. Or... The premiere. Yeah, that's going to be a party. Yeah. That's really going to get I'm dirt on people's mind. i a little upset minds. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, especially when it's 40 degrees even in the mountains. It'll yeah. get dirt on everybody's mind, too. Yeah, absolutely. Is it
1: could be nice weather. 80s?
0: 70s? At last I looked, it was going to be in the 80s, yeah. It's pretty
1: warm. Yeah. And then cool at night, 60s, 50s? <laughs> upper 40s. Upper
2: 40s. Okay. Frico knows where the nice weather switch is down there, so he'll just throw it. Yeah. It'll be a good event. He's It'll be not, a guaranteed he's not going Oh, El Chino yeah. from Prescott. Oh no, no. <laughs> Frico. I did, but yeah. I mean now he's moving to Arizona. He probably oh, doesn't yeah. want his life broadcast on the deal. He's not going to Pueblo? Yeah, yeah. It's like not. the first time in like I asked him. He since said the, the, the glacier's time, like mounted. Yeah, really? yeah. 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 Well, events are coming up. Yeah.
1: Um, what do you want to talk about?
2: Well, I think uh, we'll probably save. I mean, our I'm, excitement I'm, about stuff probably for yeah. March. I know we've got some stuff coming up yeah, about events, I'm, and, and I'm
1: going to I'm going to do the Stagecoach 400. Okay, and and I'm um, heading
2: down to AZ mm-hmm. for part yeah. Eight, I'll do Arizona the 300 trail. again, and
1: Jefe, you anything doing? you don't know? Don't know yet. Yeah, maybe Arizona. Uh, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, not no, in the cards. Cards. No, Stagecoach. No, no. And
2: then I think. To a man here, we all have no idea what the summer looks like.
1: No. Tour divide for me. For sure? Yeah.
2: You're in. Mm-hmm. going to hold you to it. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm doing <laughs> it, whether I lose my job or not.
2: <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, I think there are a lot of events coming up we'll talk about over the next month mm-hmm. uh, in the magazine. And I know that uh, there's some neat stuff going on with the magazine about just trying to get some outreach done around these events.
1: Yeah. Um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Calendar. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we're, and I think it's kind of a work in progress, but it should be live, uh, by the time this is, um, published this podcast, but, um, we have a events calendar, which will have, um, all of the winter ultras, all of the summer, um, bikepacking dirt events. Um, as well as, you know, if you guys have a, um, uh, like a workshop or something like that in your, in your bike shop. Um, we'll add that. Um, I know that there's the, uh, um, inspired to ride premiere in April. And so that'll be on there. Um, but yeah, just an overall kind of bike packing, um, specific calendar that'll have, um, everything. And if
2: we
0: miss anything, feel free to reach out and let us know. Yeah,
2: please let us know.
1: We're, we're definitely um, interested in, in your events, um, worldwide for sure. Um, so yeah, that's the, uh, that's just our calendar. Um, and then we're also, and we've, I guess getting ready for, you know, the summer season, we have a bunch of um, products that are, um, in for review. Um, and Michael, did you want to start with some things that you were excited about, uh,
2: yeah, testing well, it's, out? It's a big, uh, couple weeks here. I think mm-hmm. we're about to put our head down for the next six to eight weeks. I know, uh, Rachel and I have a three... Trips right over to Moab lined up yeah. to, to really just pound dirt and, and test a bunch of things. I think we're looking in the magazine to do some first looks yep. uh, at some products. Uh, and then maybe as a result of the team here p- putting things through the paces, kind of share out on our experiences with those products. I don't know if I'm ready to really share my five faves for this year, I will say I'm super <laughs> excited. Super excited. <laughs> By those fix-it sticks. Those, fix-it, those fix-it, fix-it sticks. Those fix-it sticks, man. How do those
1: – so they are only like two tools on each stick? There
2: are. In the originals, you had to get the, the tool and you had to get the pieces that fit your bike. Now they're making uh, interchangeable. So you can have a four millimeter or five millimeter. Uh-huh. So, you know, so you're you going to be st- carrying
1: around like six, seven sticks though.
2: No, two no. sticks, different ends, uh-huh. so different attachments. And if you tee it up for your bike – you're fine. You're fine. But let's say I'm True. out oh, with somebody it. else and they are rocking a different component or a different size. You carry one little, think like a drill bit, you know, yeah. even smaller, one little piece. So, what uh, the so benefit if, of that is just weight? Weight, ease of function. Yeah. Uh, when those assemble into a wrench for the field, uh, I'm really trying to, as most people get, get away from carrying pounds either. of yeah. bike fix it tools. And, uh, and I say that now until I need something that I. Right. Get rid of. Yeah. You'll need maybe
1: a, a chain tool or something.
2: Yeah. Or some brakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much there, but some of you guys know I definitely had, uh, you know, give me a break with my brake issues. So, uh, we've got some, <laughs> yeah, you like that pun? Yeah. I love it. We, um, yeah. so we've got some new brakes we're going to try out here and, uh, do a special piece in the magazine on that. What? I want to say too much about that right now. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, some nutritional stuff, some clothing stuff. So that'll all be dropping. We're going to go test that stuff, evaluate it. Okay. Neil?
1: Um, I've got a bunch of things that I'm going to be trying out this year. Um, and I think the, the thing that I'm most excited about is the Dynamo system. And I used it last year. Uh, I used Hefe's um, Revo light and um, Shutter Precision Hub. And uh, this year I got um, pretty much the same hub. And uh, I'm going to be rocking a Light rechargeable system. Um,
0: K-Lite, baby. K-Lite. Nice. So
1: I'm excited to try it out. Um, I have, I've heard really, really good things. Um, Carrie does a, a good job down in Australia developing all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to be rocking that uh, for the Stagecoach and Tour Divide, um, just so I don't have to spend too much money on those ult- Ultimate Lithium batteries. Oh, goodness. Because they will definitely – I think it's a 20 bucks an eight-pack or something for like that.
2: For the 186050s or the – no, which one? Otherwise. Just just otherwise. oh the, right, just the yeah. regular. <laughs> yeah. they're still expensive. And they're assuming, light though. and assuming they're in the store when you get there too. Right,
0: yeah, usually well. they are, but yeah, you just never know.
2: Heffy, what are you, are you using? Phoenix lights? What are you using for? Lights? I use a
0: Phoenix light on my helmet, and then I use the Revo on my okay.
2: Yep, okay. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to use on my helmet yet. But yeah, as long I as am- I've
0: got something on my bars,
1: it's bright. I'm happy with that.
2: Well, uh, Tom Wolf down in Aztec, New Mexico is racing and he's using a lot of those Phoenix tactical flashlights. Yep. I've, I've watched a lot of racers I've start strapping them, getting away from the actual bike specific ones. Yeah. Um, but I don't the know. LD20, also,
1: LD22s.
2: Uh, yeah, I think, I think the light like, he's, he's like, what, uh, PD45 is the technical flashlight he's oh, using. Those
1: are different batteries. Yeah. They are there.
2: What he's going to do is use the uh, lithium ion rechargeables. Yep. He's figured out the weight. And,
1: and is he charging it via, or is he just bringing extra good batteries? Good to go. And he's or done what the sort weight. Of a, uh, era, I think or,
2: Tom's going to race the, the AZT definitely because right. he's the 750? My ride. Just the 300. Oh, so yeah, and you only need CTR. Yeah, I think for a
0: race like that, maybe even the CTR, I think that system would work fairly well because you do get more power out of those lights. Yeah. But they're not light. That battery's not light. Yeah, and the it's lights, light. The lights are relatively the same mm-hmm. as an lb 22 but the fact that you're not going to be dumping the battery when it's dead. Right, you're, you're, you're
1: holding on to it, it because you don't want to dump an <laughs> yeah. expensive Absolutely. battery. Like 20
0: bucks each.
2: That's a great perspective of the front of the pack, but those of us that get here after you guys have rolled in, like, think of me at the Oracle Circle K with no batteries on the shelf last year and Nothing. no lights. Last year? Last year. So, so what did you? My do? lights uh, went boom, boom. Out go the lights in the middle of the night, and, and I then you thank went God to for sleep. Sleep. No, I walked, walked, <laughs> lost my mind because it's like thirty hours straight at this point, and then it was the blood moon.
1: Oh yeah. Dude. So the
2: moon turns red, right? My only light source. So right. I think what's going on with. My head. Yeah, what did I drink in Oracle? <laughs> um, some juice. So just something to think about, you know, and that's kind of Tom's strategy is I'm going to take the batteries I need, right. carry a little bit extra weight because I can count on them being there. Yeah. So strategy. Yeah. So.
1: Well, yeah, lights, that's a whole, that we could probably talk about Yeah, we should, for, probably should
2: at some point. For maybe the month, <laughs> of,
1: the month of May. Um, But yeah, no, I'm also going to be rocking the new XTR 9000. Um, and I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, just in the fact that it's a new system out there, I think it took them a little bit longer, obviously to, to get, get on, um, the 11 speed, uh, drivetrain, but it seems like it's, uh, I've used it, I used it in the fat pursuit and it worked really well. Um, although I could have used a a smaller gear. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to use that. Um, and then, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm excited about using a Wanderlust frame bag, nice. um, this summer. Um, you could try some Juice Plus. Juice Plus. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's pretty much about it. I'm gonna, I, I think this year I'm gonna be using some Crossmark tires as well. Different from past years. Um, I love my icons, but I think I'm gonna change it up. And I think, Hefe, you, you might have some, uh, Knowledge on the cross marks, you used them on the Tour Divide last year, you like them?
0: Yep, I used front and rear last year, and in 2011 I used it on the rear as well. Okay. Probably be one of my top choices. Do it again, yeah. For sure.
1: What tire did you use on the front? Saguaro?
0: Yeah, the first time, yep.
2: Okay. Yep. Cool. Well, I was just trying to pull up the gentleman's name. That gave us some feedback. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, from the last episode, which was, you know, Michael, when you're trying to do the show remotely with Neil, and he's in Crested Butte, and you're in Durango, and it's tough. It's tough. And Michael, you're yelling, and <laughs> Neil, you're laughing, and. Sounds like a party. It is a party. You know, it's like that raw, accessible podcast mm-hmm. that we know bike packers love. So but now we decided to party together. Now we decided to party together. So we hope you guys enjoy maybe some uh, easy on the ears audio level yep. uh, in this. And I want to thank you. And I can't uh, pull up that gentleman's name here, but whoever you are mm-hmm. that gave us that constructive feedback in that oh so colorful way, <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, I also want to give a big shout out too, to to Tony. To Anthony D, uh, moving from Wyoming to St. Louis. Tony, you know who you are. Uh, he's been out on the ultra endurance scene and he actually wrote to us on the Facebook and just said, love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. There's people listening. That's how they're getting their little dose of stoke for the upcoming bike backing season, touring, racing, mm-hmm. adventure, all of it. So thank you everybody. And, and as Lindsay said, just keep it coming. Just let us know what you want and what you want to hear. And, um, what else, Neil? Anything yeah. else coming
1: up or Um No, I mean I think that covers it. Um definitely head over to Bike Packers Magazine. We've been putting up a bunch of um a bunch of really good content uh Pat, I guess since the new year. Um lots of reviews, um, lots of trip reports. Um and we're actually uh we're we're working with um um this party called um the keys to freeze which um they're cycling from the key the Florida Keys all the way up to the northernmost part of um or at least up to Alaska and we'll be doing profiles on each one of the each six of those um participants nice. um it should be a really cool experience they're raising money for the national parks they're going to be traveling through all the national parks um or at least most of them um and they're starting in February so um, you'll you'll start to hear more about that. Um, this and that's week. good.
2: I, I think we got some feedback. More adventure pieces. Yeah. More. Uh, let's get those people traveling the world. Yep. Bike packing across the nation. Yep.
1: We love our racing, but we we def- we know there's people out there that don't race. So we're uh, we're definitely going to cover. So look for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Um, and yeah, other than that, we've got a bunch of routes that we're going to be publishing here pretty soon. Um, and yeah if you guys have any feedback or comments or concerns um, let us know and uh, I love you talking about those roots (laughs) 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 well
2: Happy thanks for having us here man this is day off two races deep and you're letting us come in here and waste your time on a Sunday yeah it's gorgeous it's gorgeous (laughs) so so Neil thank you yeah Lindsay Rachel yeah thanks everybody for yeah
1: everything and thanks Rock and Roll Sports for uh, hosting us
0: Get
1: out there and ride. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you out there. See ya. Good
0: job, everyone. Efficient, you guys.
1: That was quick. We that was hardly more any often. laughing. <laughs> no I should have brought the James. There was laugh. Just enough laughing. Just I
2: mean, enough. is what I mean. Good,
1: good. <laughs> I'm still recording.